Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592, to the website at allamericangold.com. And, and you know the physical delivery of wealth insurance. Uh, it is what we do. Uh, we do it better than anybody out there. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, uh, we've got a very interesting market taking shape today. Uh, we've got oil surging again. We'll get to that. We've got CPI coming out tomorrow. And again, listen, this is a made-up number. This isn't CPI. Of course, CPI, Consumer Price Index. This is the inflation gauge. It doesn't even track inflation. But again, don't let the mainstream media get in the way of a good story, right? Hey, we're just going to blurt this number out and tell you it's gospel because it benefits them. It doesn't benefit us. You know, think, think, about, think about it this way. How can you get the right answer? If you don't have accurate information, right? I mean, pretty simple. It's not possible to get to the right answer if you don't have the information that is accurate. And this is the whole problem. They've made, they've created this whole debt industry. Uh, that that allows you to to all of a sudden trade on fiction, right? Trade on on you know uh, you know let's pie in the sky realities, wishful thinking, and somehow uh, thinking that you're going to end up out of this okay. And this is why we have all the boom and bust cycles, uh, the inflation problem. I don't care what that number says tomorrow because it, it doesn't track anything. Unless that number tomorrow says that the rent equivalent, unless it says that it's up 14, 15, 20%, it's inaccurate. Period. Of course, and all the other numbers are inaccurate as well. So, uh, but we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, make sure you get out to, uh, the website or, or call in. We have, uh, the next series of coins out. So we started uh, yesterday about an hour from now. So we're about 23 hours into this. Uh, if you go to allamericangold.com, go to the shopping page, you'll see the two new coins. Uh, we have the 2022 Pure Blood coin. And here's what's scary about this coin. So we, Jason's been talking about a lot about this 222, uh, you know, February 22nd, 2022, uh, uh, this date. And we created 222 of these coins. And each coin is numbered. And Jason, I when I got in this morning... Uh, I had the Brittany and, and Connie, hey, let me know how many we sold. Here's what's scary. We sold 122 of them. I'm not kidding. 122 of them yesterday. Oh, boy. So there's 100 of those left. There's not going to be any more. Then we have our half-empty cup of Joe coin. Uh, Daniel Carr outdid himself. Uh, the... 
The artwork on the half-empty cup is absolutely spectacular. Uh, we got the half-empty cup. That's a $75 coin. The 222 coin, that limited edition coin, that one's going to be $85. And like I said, we're already more than halfway through uh, these coins. So if you want to get in and collect this series, uh, get your 800-951-0592. I will tell you that uh, we... We are going to do a, another coin, but it will be near Christmas time for a Christmas release. Uh, and, and we've got some surprises coming for you. But every year, we're going to have coins in this series. Uh, we're going to highlight the shows. Uh, we're going to highlight radio personalities, uh, obviously the Pure Blood theme, all of those things, Jason. That's exactly right. And uh, on the... Uh on the first coin that we released late last year, uh, and uh, we'll mention it one time here, because because uh, if anybody in Arizona didn't hear the show yesterday, I I set aside, I personally bought and set aside uh, the first coin, uh, a, a chunk of them. So we got about twenty five. We'll just say because if Arizona, if you want the first coin, you you feel like you missed out. We're releasing the second and third coin, which is these are the two coins we're talking about on the website. Let uh, let Arizona know that you want the first coin. It's still going to just be seventy five dollars. I'll just pass those when I ship okay. the coins. So let 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 me let me throw that out here because so my my the girls can hear it here. Jason is offering twenty five of the twenty twenty one pure blood coin. So that that's seventy five dollars. We have the twenty twenty two pure blood. That one is only has two hundred and twenty two. Total that one's eighty five dollars, uh, and then of course the the newest coin. Uh, and by the way, I'm partial to it because uh, you know I'm part of that show. The half empty cup of Joe coin at seventy five dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And Joe, and let me Jason say one more thing. Actually, let me say one more thing. Ahead, that, that half empty cup of Joe coin, uh, I think, is a coin as. As this uh, the show that's on after this, the half empty cup of Joe. If this if that show that we're doing continues to to gain listeners like it is, that'll end up being a, a, a quite the gem of a coin to buy because you know it's the first year we released it. Joe, it's it's uh quite frankly could be the best coin of the three. Hey, I, I think it is, but hey, you know I'm a little partial to it. Hey, we're gonna be right back. Let's we're gonna talk crude oil. How high is it gonna go? Don't touch that. Uh, 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. They're going fast. Uh, we've got two lines open, 800-951-0592. Uh, these pure blood coins, you know, we, we ran them for the first time uh, at the end of last year. And I don't know, what did they last? A few days? Essentially, essentially 500 coins were, were done in, in two weeks, uh, the majority of them in the first few days. But uh, it basically two weeks, the, the last stragglers of the end, the end of it, it took a few days, Joe, but it really, it didn't really matter. It, they went fast. And and Jason actually put a few of them up on eBay. Uh, and Jason was like, he had an average cost. Think about this. We're selling uh, for 75 and $85. Uh, you you got about 125 bucks a coin on average on eBay. Yeah, one sold to a guy in California for 175, and then I, it was just I just threw that outrageously high price to see one guy just loves the no mask, no uh, vaccination theme on the coin. 
and then I got two more sold about the 115 range. So, yeah, I think these coins basically have 110 to 120 dollar uh, value to them because if people in and, other and, other and states it, are buying them, Joe. It's it's incredible. Yeah, they're selling everywhere, and Daniel Carr uh, is a very well known artist. Matter of fact, several of his designs. The mint has used of the state quarters and things of that nature. Uh, he's wildly sought after. It just so happens he's right in our backyard up there at 1360. Uh, he actually has. He's the, as far as I know, oh, for sure. it is the only, only mint, U.S. mint machine in private hands. It's the only one, Joe. And when they, when, uh, the guy that bought it before Dan Carr, it was being sold as scrap because they're the mint. The U.S. Mint had all their guys that try to fix machines and work the machines, and they they didn't know what was wrong with the thing. So it's like, well, if our experts can't fix it, nobody can. So they 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 sold it as scrap. The next guy bought it, just put it in, he mothballed it, and then Dan found. It. He's like, look, I'll buy it. And he had he had no idea how to fix a U.S. Mint machine, but he's one of those guys that he troubleshoots, and he did it. He figured it out. And uh, he is notoriously known. He took, he took. There's, there, you could do a tour through the mint, and then there's like the uh, the special tour. You can sign up for a special tour where you get on the floor of the mint, and in that tour, and there's guards that that you know that are, are, are accompanying you with the the guide, and they knew exactly who he was. They're like, we know exactly who you are, Mister Carr. <laughs> so they they know they know he has one of their machines there, and he's using yeah, they, it. Put it this way: the the government hasn't made that mistake again. They now destroy. No. Uh, these machines. So, uh, 800 If you want, I'll check them out. Uh, go to allamericangold.com, hit the shopping cart button, and if you actually click on the coin, you'll get both sides. So, uh, right now, uh, on, when you go there, you'll see the one side of the coin. Click on it, you'll see the other side as well, uh, and get it placed in. Now, let's, let's talk oil. Yesterday, I said, hey, I think oil's gonna take a little breather. And I said, but, that's only until the next piece of information comes out, and and that could happen at any moment, at any time. It happened this morning, and actually started uh, after the market closed yesterday. U.S. crude oil inventories, not good. Now, we already know, we talk a lot about inventories. This is something, this is the problem. There's no spare anything anywhere. Uh, started last night after the bell, API, this is a private company. They said crude oil was down 2 million barrels. Cushing, Oklahoma, down 2.5 million. And already Cushing, Oklahoma, they're almost at all-time record low levels right now. So losing another 2.5 wasn't good. But then gasoline which gasoline demand had been the one thing that had been, you know, I think keeping crude under 100, gasoline demand picked up. Down 1.1 million barrels, distillates. You truckers out there, this is this is all about you here. Down 2.2 million. By the way, distillate inventory. So this is your heating oil, and this is your diesel fuel, this is your jet fuel. That's That's what this number is. They are about 10 million barrels away from being at all-time record lows. Now, that was that was yesterday afternoon. This morning, we got the government's number, the Department of Energy number. It was even worse. Crude stocks down almost 4.8 million barrels. Cushing, Oklahoma, 
was down 2.8 million, so even more uh, than the API. And same story, gasoline distillates down as well. I mean, crude oil yesterday got down to about $87, already back above 90, Jason. And and uh, and, I, the, and the problem is, this is a time when normally inventories are building. Uh, and let me just give you some other news. News out of India. We talked about it a little bit on other shows yesterday. India is running at 100% plus. Matter of fact, they said 101. I don't know how you get to 101%. But India found out a way. uh, All of their refineries, they are desperate for oil. Mexico announced that they were actually going to cut oil shipments to India because Mexico says we need the oil ourselves and said that all refineries need the oil. This is adding more logs to the fire, more fuel to to the fire. And then I was reading through the Department of Energy. They're saying that China is going to start stepping up their oil buying uh, as as the Chinese New Year wears off, Jason. I think we've got a, a, a big store brewing here. We're going to see four, probably $5 gasoline. I think you're going to see gold and oil go together. And then there's always the stuff you you can't find out in the, in the normal news, uh, like with Virginia Farber on the Half Empty Cup of Joe yesterday. Yeah, 300,000 satellites plan to go up over Rwanda. I mean, these things use a lot of fuel, Joe. I mean, building this kind of infrastructure for these these things that we don't hear about, you know, the the, the Great Reset, Joe, seems like uh, you know, in a, in a time when inflation is going up and people should spend less money and maybe travel a little less, oil demand is, is this high. Definitely something going on that we're not hearing about. Well, you know what, and this was something we brought it up on the half-empty cup of Joe uh, yesterday. Uh, up until 2021, so go back to through 2020, we had about 2,000 satellites circling the Earth. They added 2,800 satellites in a single year. That's a lot of rocket launches, right? That's a lot of fuel. That's a lot of computer chips, uh, right? This 5G uh, technology. Listen, 5G allows for the data. They were already collecting a ton of data. Now they're going to be collecting, you know, think about it, two, three, four, five times that amount of data. All of that stuff needs to get stored, data storage, servers. Right now, all of a sudden, it makes sense. What happened to all the computer chips? Well, I, I got a pretty good idea. Why Why is so much power? Uh, you look at crypto, right? And, and again, remember, and I said, I, mean, I, I love crypto. I think it's doomed to fail, but I love it. The amount of power needed uh, to do these things, and it's just overwhelming uh, the energy markets, and, and it's something where right now, like I said, everything's at all-time record lows. And if they're not at all-time record lows, I'm right near all-time record lows. we got prices, all-time record highs. If they're not at all-time record highs, they're right near all-time record highs. And it's any little thing. It's just, like I said today, Nobody expected this bad of a number from U.S. crude oil inventories. Got oil right back again. Exactly, Joe. When you're building the brave new world, you need a lot of computer chips to surveil everybody in your system. I mean, that's that, the computer chip thing is absolutely 
who knows how many reasons they need these chips. You know, when you're hey, when you're surveilling, China's been surveilling there. They have billions of cameras in that country with their social credit score, and they're building it in every other country in the world. These all these things uh, use a lot of resources, Joe. Yeah, and it really is amazing. You know, another number we didn't even get to it yesterday. The U.S. trade deficit for 2021 broke every record known to man. It officially jumped 27% in a year, $859 billion. Now, that's the official number, $859 billion. But if you just say, okay, let's take banking out of it. Because as you remember, I've told and educated people for a, for a very long time, right, that NAFTA and GATT and all these free trade agreements, they weren't about free trade. The banks, J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, B of A, all the big, large Wall Street companies, they wanted to get in there and, and get into the Chinese debt markets. This was what it was all about. In terms of actual stuff, we had a trade deficit of over $1.1 trillion. The banking side of it, hey, okay, we, we'll give you an official number of $859 billion. I want you to understand, that's wealth leaving this nation. Wealth leaving this nation. When you talk about prosperity, I'm sorry, there is not a country in the world that remained a superpower when they're when they're having to have a trillion dollars a year of wealth leave their country, and this is exactly uh, what's happening here. Uh, the the results keep getting worse and worse. Now remember, Donald Trump made China pledge to buy all this stuff from us. Well, they did buy more food than ever, about thirty three billion dollars worth. Nowhere close, right? They were supposed to be buying like $120 billion. Nowhere close to it. The Biden administration, just like we thought, nothing but a wet patsy, hardly said anything about it, Jason. You know, how, you know how really, truly bad that trade deficit number is, Joe, in a year where they were giving away free money to everybody to buy stuff, and, 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 and the trade deficit is that big. I mean, I, I mean... I guess part of that is, well, I guess the number's bigger because we're buying more stuff from China and that could make the deficit worse. But you would think, you would think if you're giving away a bunch of free money that there, someone would, uh, build something here, you know, or use the money to, to build up, uh, hey, we want to make something here and, and send it out in, in the, over the course of 2021. No, it just, it just created such a windfall for money and assets leaving the country. It's, it's truly a depressing number to, to see America failing so badly there, Joe. I've got all of my friends upset about their COVID tests being made in China. I don't know. I haven't checked. I don't have any COVID tests, but this is oh what boy. they're telling me. They're just, uh, we were bowling last night and then they were just all up in arms about, uh, these tests are all made in China and all this. Everything's made in China. Uh, and again, uh, when we sit there and, and we look at what the realities really are, think about how high oil prices are. Think about what we've talked about shipping rates, right, and how huge they are. Yet, nobody's talking about bringing jobs back here. Now, there's some companies talking about leaving China. There's a chip maker says, hey, we're leaving China. And they said that we're only leaving because they're stealing all our stuff. 
right? And by the way, oh, we're just going to India, right? We're not coming uh, here to the U.S. Jason, the, for this math to work, people have no idea. And, of course, now with wages skyrocketing the way they are, it's, it's actually going to get worse. If they can move it to Mexico, if they can move it to China, if they can move it anywhere but here, uh, if they can get a robot to do the job, that's what's going to happen. That's correct, Joe. And, and, and these other countries don't have the freedoms that America has. You know, even though we're losing them day over day, we're losing more and more freedoms. It's easier to force the Indian, you know, India population or the Chinese population, uh, the Mexican population. It's easier to push them around uh, than the average American. You know, we still we still have a lot of uh, defiant Americans wanting their freedoms, you know, right where they're at. So, you know, on top of just how how expensive it is to make stuff here, Joe. Hey, uh, we we you know we we all know about the Nike factories in China, Joe, from the last decades. That's they're just gonna wherever, you, like you said, wherever they can do that in any part of the world. Imports of goods hit a new record high of one point eight trillion dollars. I mean, it's it's approaching ten percent of the entire economy. It's it's, it's crazy. We're gonna be right back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up another four dollars in change. Eighteen thirty one. Joe, let me jump we're in right, real quick. We're right here. Let Go me, ahead, Jason. Let, let me jump in real quick. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. These pure blood coins, the, uh, the the fake news Friday coin, and the half empty cup of Joe coin. Uh, if you call on the radio station here, Christina, our, our my office assistant, she doesn't. She comes in just before ten o'clock. So I got a lot of phones ringing here uh, to to reserve your coin. You need to call eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. That's how we're that's how we're getting the coin count done. Please call there if you're if you're getting the coin. So Joe, I heard the phone, phones ringing on your side still. So if you're if you're calling here, I won't be able to get someone on the line until about ten or fifteen minutes from now when uh, Christina walks in the door. But otherwise, just call the eight hundred number and get your coins. There you go. Well said. And and they're going. Uh, even faster this year than they were uh, when we did them the last time around. Taco Bell, KFC. Uh, missed earnings uh, this morning. Uh, the company saying that cost outpaced the price increases, saying that all of its company's restaurants, all all restaurants' margins shrunk in the quarter. Uh, prices, and again, same story. Everything's more expensive. We got to raise prices. Uh, there's a reason why, you know, we start thinking about all of these central banks, all of the gold buying they've been doing. Uh, India Central Bank, uh, announcing officially that they've bought another 77.5 metric tons of gold in 2021. India now, uh, the second largest buyer of the, uh, of the yellow metal. Now, that's willing to say that they're a buyer. I want to throw that in there. Uh, Thailand, 90 metric tons. Brazil, uh, India saying they plan on continuing, uh, to be, uh, to buying gold, uh, into 2022. Uh, central bank gold buying in 2021, Jason, uh, was at Lombardi report was saying that the growth in central bank Buying was up eighty-two percent, eighty-two percent in twenty twenty-one. Think about this: 
a year when the gold price, I think gold, it was, gold may have been down a percent or two, but let's say call it pretty flat. And yet central bank gold buying was up 82%. And I want to remind people last week, and I forget it was, I don't know if it was Bank of America or Goldman, maybe it was Maryland's, one of the big investment houses said, Hey, something really weird's happening here. The paper gold guys keep trying to wreck gold. And every time gold broke below $1,800, this buyer would emerge. And they, but they weren't doing it through the normal channels and set at the amount of gold that they think's been bought, uh, putting it squarely. China's in the markets and they're just not telling anybody. And, and Jason, I get the feeling China's in the market because they've been getting ready for the new explosion to the upside in the gold price. Uh, but the fact that central banks are buying this amount of gold and, and, you know, when you're talking about, uh, central banks buying four, five, six, seven hundred metric tons in a single year, uh, you know, you're, you're talking about them buying 10, 15, 20% of all the gold supply period. Yeah. I mean, uh, don't get mad at rich guys and don't get completely angry at central bankers. These are all very wealthy individuals. What Joe's trying to tell you is if the wealthiest of the wealthy, the governments and the central banks of the world are stocking up on this, you know, there's a way that you could help yourself out. You, you follow what the big guys are doing sometimes, not all the time, sometimes. And this is one of those, if, if, if the Bank of China, uh, the Chinese government, governments across the world, central banks across the world, they're loading up 82% uh, more, 82% higher volume of buying, uh, they're not going to buy it. At three thousand or four thousand dollars, they want to buy it when it's you know the spot price is eighteen hundred, nineteen hundred. That's where they're going to buy it. I'll, I'll even go a step further. These banks all work together. It's a cartel. It's an absolute cartel. There's a reason. I don't know what it is. Right, I, we're left to speculate, but there there's something, and I got a pretty good idea of what it is. I think all of you do too. Hey, th- this this little cycle here. You know, and I've been saying it over and over and over again, and I know that people get tired of hearing it, and it's depressing, but it's the truth. There's only two options here. Allow inflation to keep running wild or crash the economy. There is no in-between. There is no magic bullet. Oh, we can we can just raise rates three or four times, and the problem will be all fixed. That's naive and idiotic, and borderline stupid, right? But again, the mainstream media, right, they're cheerleaders for the central bank. They want you to believe this this fantasy. It's just simply not true. Just like when they said inflation was transitory, it's not true. Now, again, do they care about gasoline prices? No. You want to know why? Well, we like to strip out food and energy, you know, in our number. You know, like, like they don't count. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, did your, the price of bacon double G, I'm sorry, but it doesn't count. Oh, is hamburger $5 a pound, $7 a pound, $8? Sorry, but it doesn't count. Only doesn't count for them, right, Jason? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and, and there's so many people on the, uh, 
on the mainstream media economics shows are going to tell you different things. Joe, I, I, I don't want to get into this, but I want to cover just for a moment on the next segment about the S&P. I, I, I reminded people of some, uh, some, some history, something you can look at with the S&P, and I, and I talked about it on Monday, Joe, when you were uh, not uh, on the air. I want people to understand that what, what's getting ready to happen may not be the head fake. I'm starting to think, Joe, that, that the 2020 the 2020 market crash is like in basketball, the head fake, the defender jumps up, and then they just hit that three-pointer. Because I think people think, well, if it crashes, you know, this year, early next year, well, I, why would I sell all my S&P 500 stocks? Why would I do that? It'll come back in a year. That's that's just what's going to happen. And I'm going to give uh, – I'll, I'll remind the audience what we, we talked about on Monday. It doesn't come back in one year a lot. You know, there's, there's, we have two periods – in the last century, where it didn't come back in a year or two years. It, it came back after 25 years or more, twice in the last 100 years. Joe. It took 25 years for the S&P 500 to come back from a crash. I think that's what we're looking at here, uh, this next one, Joe. Yeah, however this plays out, we don't know the timing, but I think this is this is going to be a major event. You know it, we know it. There, there's no good answer here. I wish there was. I wish there could be nirvana. Oh, yeah, we can just raise rates three times and somehow, uh, poof, uh, the inflation goes away and the economy goes back to, to growing at 2% and, and everybody's happy. That's not what's going to happen. And the reason is, is they were reckless and dangerous and did things they shouldn't have done and they created too much money. It's pretty simple. Pedro Radio News Hour. We're going to be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up six now. Eighteen thirty three. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. In five minutes, it could be up twenty six. I mean, that, that's how fast this could go here. Uh, silver's up again. Uh, twenty three thirty. Silver still got some work to do, but getting much better. Uh, the lead pipe stone cold lock of the week. We had a thirty dollar price increase on twenty dollar gold. This morning, I, of course, I got warning of it earlier. Uh, those uh, people that bought yesterday, uh, gold prices up thirty dollars on twenty dollar gold because there's just not any out there. I've got seventy five. Listen to this. I got seventy five mint state sixty two twenty dollar liberties at one hundred and eighty three dollars off. $2,105. That's exactly what we're selling the ungraded $20 Liberty for this morning. You can go all the way to a Mint State 62. Uh, this is the biggest discount I've ever seen on, on a Mint State 62 $20 Liberty. I've got 75 of them available. I'd buy every one of them. 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, gold's now up seven. Uh, eighteen thirty four. Again, eighteen thirty was kind of that level we've been waiting for. Again, uh, we're going to stop at eighteen fifty, eighteen seventy. I think nineteen hundred, Jason, is probably going to be the big number. And when that happens, uh, th- then it's kind of Katie by by the door at that point. Yep. And and the the chart that I've been watching, Joe, uh, as it's as it, that that range is getting more narrow. It looks like 1840 is getting to be the high range of that of that chart, and the low is 1790. And as, as time goes on, 1800 will be the low, uh, the low that we go inside this sideways movement, and then 1830 will be uh, the, the, in this chart, the chart that I'm looking at, Joe. And so we're 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 on the cusp of this breaking out, and it could happen. It could break out this week. 
It could break out in March. It could break out in April. When it goes, uh, if, if, if this is correct, what I'm seeing, it should break to all-time record highs in, in a relatively short amount of time, Joe. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure here, and there's a lot of buying. And, and again, remember, last year there was only one type of gold that was down, just one. It wasn't jewelry demand. It wasn't investment demand. It wasn't physical demand. It was just paper. That's it. And and now the, the paper guys, uh, and I've been saying there's been a big change in the marketplace here. Uh, buyers continually stepping in and stepping in and stepping in. And the answer is really simple because inflation, like I said, I don't care what the CPI reports tomorrow, uh, it is flying high. And I think crude oil here, we got a problem here. Uh, there's no inventory. Uh, somebody was just writing about, uh, and refineries are very fickle, right? They break down. They need maintenance. And if you don't do those things, you're going to have a problem. And they're talking about the Indian refiners. They've been running at max capacity now for, for months. And they're saying the bow is going to break sooner or later. They're going to have to shut down and do maintenance. And that is going to force India to buy even more unleaded gas on the open market and, and, and just create this snowball effect. And, and I, you know, we, we talk about India. India is the second largest country in the world. We talk about China, right? Our, our, by the way, our crude production, and I was shocked is almost unchanged. It's about 11.6 million barrels. So we actually are still producing less than we were a couple of years ago. Remember, we got above 12 million barrels a day, 13 million barrels a day. Uh, even with this higher price, Not there's not this big surge of oil coming to the market, Jason. That's correct. That's correct. I mean, uh, you would think in the, the the world system of oil, they would just build more, uh, you know, refineries and just get and get the you know have that you know what does it matter for, uh, for refineries at ten percent or fifty percent production if you have a, a time where oil is not selling as much? But no, they just they just keep uh, the, the the certain amount of refineries they have now. They they rarely add very many extra refineries, and that just causes the stress. And pretty soon, like you said, Joe, can you imagine if a hurricane or an earthquake or something wipes out a few refineries, what would happen to oil? It would be devastating. And these are natural things that would always happen. And, again, that's why you have inventory. That's why you have the stock. Uh, we've already been releasing stock out of our, our of our strategic oil reserve, and it's done nothing uh, to stop these prices. And this is oil that's got to get paid back as well. I mean, you know, it, I, I don't know how the whole thing's going to work, but as we watch – uh, the energy markets, and when we watch, uh, whether it's the coin inventory, soybean inventories, uh, coffee inventories, I mean, you pick it, uh, aluminum inventories, copper inventories. Remember yesterday we were talking about cash copper? It's not $4.60. $9. Right? It's double what it is. Cash aluminum prices, it's not $3,100 a ton. It's almost four thousand. These paper markets are are really, Jason, uh, doing a disservice to what really is happening out there. Right, and like I mentioned on the last segment, uh, I've been watching just a lot of these guys selling the stock market and paper, uh, Joe. They're saying, well, they're, they're even they know something's getting ready to happen. And they're saying, well, 
stick with it. It'll be down for a little bit. It'll come right back. It's it very well may take decades. Uh, the 1929 stock crash, Joe. The S and P stocks dropped. They didn't come back for 27 years. That's when it got back to the 1929 levels. And then the next one, 1968, the S and P stocks went down. They didn't come back to the 68 levels till 1993, and that one may be worse than the 29 one because what did we have similar to what we have now from 68 to 93, Joe? We had the big 70s and 80s inflation, much more devastating to you if you had S&P stocks in 1968, Joe, and they'll just come back, Joe. It's just going to come back, right? Could take decades, Joe. I think this one's going to be much longer uh, than the norm because, again, it's the amount of money created out of thin air. That's the problem. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin, Jason Walker. Uh, and they're going fast. The MS62 $20 Liberty. This is, you know, whatever you want to call it. The lead pipe, stone cold, lock of the week. You're saving 183 bucks. And it's crazy. Uh, we had 75 of them. We got about 43 of them left. Uh, by the way, there's only two lines open right now. Uh, they're going to be at $2,105, the exact same price uh, as a uh, ungraded, circulated $20 gold piece. These are going to be NGC or PCGS certified. For those of you that know, uh, these are going to be encapsulated and, and, and graded. There's no doubt as to what you're holding here. Uh, and when you, you, there's, and especially now, used to be that the Saints and the Libs would run together till Mint State 63. Now they only run together till about Mint State 61. The Mint State 62 Liberties are now carrying premiums. Sometimes the premiums are much as 50, 75, up to a hundred dollars more. So, uh, this is real great value here, Jason. And, and it's because the, the, the twenty dollar liberties were circulated and spent uh, well more than the uh, twenty dollars St. Gaudens, which ran from nineteen oh seven to nineteen thirty three. Those coins were kept in bags more; they didn't circulate nearly as much. And uh, when, when uh, everything was, uh, you know, when gold was made illegal and everybody started turning their gold in, uh, you just didn't have Those a lot. Liberties that got melted. Yeah, man, and, and just you can't get them in, in a mint state form as easy. There's more of them out there. Which I think Joe's why you saw the prices stay the same for a while, but uh, you know there's a lot of collectors out there that just want mint state gold. They like mint state Morgan dollars, things like that, and they just slowly over time those older coins just go away. So it's it's a cool coin to get in that, in that grade. Yeah, it really is it, and and don't forget uh, we've got our two twenty two pure blood coin uh, that's at eighty five dollars. Uh, we're almost through those. Uh, so if you want one of those, make sure you get your order placed. And then the best coin, the, at least the best coin yet, uh, the half-empty cup of Joe coin, uh, that one at $75 as well. Those two coins are available online. If you want the Mint State 62, you gotta call in because I've only got X amount and, and I don't want to, and I can't, I can't oversell them because I can't replace them for what I bought them for. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two gold sitting near eighteen thirty three uh silver uh just under twenty three thirty the Dow is up today as it was uh, i want to say it was Morgan Stanley saying the whisper c p i number they're hoping that it's not as bad 
if that's the case, we'll probably see gold prices actually jump on that news because that will mean the dollar will be lower, uh, the bond market will be lower, because then they'll be able to, to again, live in fantasy. That Oh, yeah, see, the Fed's not going to have to hike th- 67 times, right, Jason? Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, but... I don't know. I, I, I think a number that tracks absolutely yep. nothing. It's hilarious. Just think about how good these guys are. They were able to create a number that actually doesn't track inflation and yet somehow give it validity. That's right, Joe. And I really believe this year in 2022 they're gonna they're gonna hike it until they break it. You know, and when it's broken, then it's uh, another attempt at at printing money and and making everybody happy. You know that that drug of the Federal Reserve note, right? It's it, that's the only place they have to go. But we're, we're gonna act like we're gonna and, fix it. And I'm gonna tell you right now, the problem is they to Jason's point, they're gonna uh, hike till they break it because they overestimate how good they really are. <laughs> 